This is Betsy Jensen, and you are listening to Unstoppable Body and Mind, episode 103, Freedom from Food and Chronic Pain, with Katrina Ubel. In this podcast, we learn to upgrade our brain and understand the power of our thoughts to heal and to create the results we want in our life. Become the person in control of your healing and make peace with your life. Become unstoppable, body and mind. Hello, my loves. I have a special guest, Katrina Ubel, on the podcast today. Welcome, Katrina. Thank you, Betsy. So glad to be here. Yeah, good to see you again. I mean, you've been on the podcast before, so I guess technically you're the first guest to be on twice. Okay, first repeat customer. (laughs) (laughs) But I have to say it was quite an honor and like a full circle moment when I heard from you that you wanted to be on my podcast and talk about your book. And it was cool to have that opportunity to talk about what you do and how this work has helped you and how our work is so similar, even though it may not look like it on the outside. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. I coach on chronic pain and that's what drew you to me, but um, will you just give uh, people a little summary of what you coach on? Yes, absolutely. So I am an MD physician. I worked for 10 years as a pediatrician. Um, But what I do now is I help women physicians in clinical practice to lose weight, but we do it through a brain-based approach where we get actually connected to our bodies, figuring out what our bodies need, really connecting to the, those innate signals that we're all, I mean, almost all of us, I mean, provided you don't have some extremely rare medical condition that we're born with and learning how to reconnect to that um, so that we can really experience peace and freedom around food and also just with our bodies, our experience of our bodies and, um, and what it feels like to be us in the world. Yeah. Okay. And um, Katrina is like a pretty famous coach, if you know the life coach school. So um, it was so thrilling for me when she volunteered to be part of my pilot program. It was very serendipitous. And it was when I was just starting out and, and she's this well-known coach and a doctor. And um, it was right when COVID hit, but she wanted to explore some of the mind body stuff because she wasn't able to get into her traditional doctor. And there was a period of time. I remember about the first six weeks where things were kind of bumpy and I was like getting really sweaty during each of our sessions. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, I don't think she believes me. I don't think she gets this. And I was trying all these ways to, to, to make it connect for you. Cause I saw it, but I wanted to help you see it. And, and then there was a podcast that really brought the two worlds together. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. It was like, I just, it was like not making sense to me. I think yeah. that logical doctor brain was just, and, you know, really I had been suffering with all different kinds of chronic pain for basically my, almost my entire life, like starting definitely as a child. And, yeah. you know, a lot of things that I just thought were like facts about my body and that I wouldn't be able to change. And it was just like, I wasn't seeing that connection and you recommended someone else's podcast. And I was like walking and listening and it was like, somehow it wiggled in there. And I'm like, I think there might be something to this. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, okay, Betsy, I think I'm interested more. Let's do this. And it completely changed my life. Completely changed my life. Yeah. Well, that is so exciting. Cause yeah, I do remember you kind of viewed yourself as someone that would just you know, always have this fragile body and, Oh, I had such an identity shift truly. Yeah. I mean, the way I think about myself now is, you know, I'm not someone who has chronic pain anymore. Um, but also interestingly, as you recall, and I think I shared on the podcast when I was on before, I also had had a goal for that year to get off my acid reflux medication that I'd been on for over 20 years. And, you know, as I was doing that, you helped me too with, you know, what I realized was really more like emotional heartburn. It was like, (laughs) you know, that was a thing, you know, yeah. From stress, not some actual, like, um, you know, eating yeah, like, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like some, some actual medical issue or whatever. Yes. So now it's been, it's been about two years that I've been off the medication completely. Yeah. I feel better than ever. I feel like as time has progressed, I have fewer and fewer of those symptoms. And if I do have a few symptoms, like it's not like before it was like, Oh my God, it's going to be awful. Like, it's just like, Oh, okay. This is just a day where sometimes that happens and yeah. it's just not a big deal. And then at the same time, I was like, well, what if I get off my allergy medicine that I've also been on for over 20 years? 
And, and I don't have allergies anymore. Even just yesterday, I had a whole bunch of mosquito bites. You wouldn't believe how those things used to swell up for me, like horrible. I have no evidence of mosquito bites today. And I did nothing to them. I didn't treat them with anything. I didn't touch them with anything. I'm not on any allergy medicine. Like it really has changed my whole experience of my body and my life in the world. Like I just had such terrible beliefs about my body that I just thought were true. And in my defense, so many health professionals had told me that they, these were facts. So I, yeah, they weren't them. just like beliefs that you just, yeah, I just make it up. like, yeah. Oh, I'm an invalid. But like, you know, if people yeah. tell you, you have this, you'll have this your whole life. It's going to yeah. get worse. Right. You believe that right. and you see other people in your family, maybe that have it, or, you know, as you just, age, you're like, Oh, this happens with yeah. Remember you're talking about perimenopause. And I was like, don't you dare. We're the same age. Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's just, you know, and I think it's, it's opened my mind up to solutions more versus like, Oh, yes. you know, for instance, like with perimenopause, like rather than like, Oh, I'm just, you know, going to struggle for years. I was like, you know, there are some things that are a little wacky. Like I'm going to go try like working with an acupuncturist and that's actually helped a ton. And it doesn't mean that we don't still do things if they're helpful and the right thing. But also I just totally look at that. Like, I don't know if the acupuncture is doing anything, but placebo effect is real. I learned that from you. you (laughs) And so like better is better. And and that's all I really care about. And it's like also kind of a nice time for me to like, rest yeah. and, you know, have a, a, totally. like a more parasympathetic moment every week. And, and so, yes, um, it's just been a, it's just truly changed the way I approach anything that's happening in my body. Um, which I mean, it's just changed everything. And, and, you know, we were just talking before we got started recording and I was telling you that, you know, I already had been coaching on, you know, helping people with lose, losing weight and helping doctors with that. And for, yeah. you know, several years and had really made so much progress myself with my own overeating, which incidentally I developed as a child uh, in large part to help me to feel better when my body felt poor physically. Right. So it was compensatory, um, behavior that I had developed, but I felt like even working with you and, and learning how to work with the pain when I felt it was really very similar to Mm -hmm. how you work with your body when you're having hunger, that maybe is inappropriate or, um, you know, other, um, you know, emotions that you're feeling that you don't want to be feeling. And you know, that, you know, uh, food will, will probably help to take that away. Just like, you know, that like maybe taking a pain pill or something, it might take it away, right. but it doesn't actually solve the problem. And it just recreates this, yes. um, you know, continuous cycle of not knowing how to actually deal with the real problem. I really felt like I was able to move into that even on a deeper level with the work that we did. So yeah, that, that was the podcast. (laughs) It was, um, someone who was talking about how her emotional eating was trying to fill this emotional void. And when she was eating and eating, it wasn't solving the emotional problem. And you all of a sudden made that connection, like, Oh, this emotional eating this, this is just like emotional eating is like <laughs> emotional heartburn, right? <laughs> yes, actually, you're totally right. I do that's what it was. Now I was like, oh, now that's in a paradigm that I understand. Yes. Now yeah. I get it. Like now like, I get yeah. it. Yeah. I was and like, then it really started making, I started really yes. seeing a lot of noticeable changes. Oh my gosh. That. Yeah. I was like, thank goodness you kept showing up those first six weeks. But <laughs> after that, like it's like it just clicked because you were like, oh, I see when we're not addressing the emotions properly, we can think that, you know, we have a hunger. Our body actually gives us a hunger signal, but it's, it's false and it can give us a pain signal and that's false. It can give us actual like feeling of acid and burping, but it's from the stress from the brain, from how we're thinking. Yeah. And I, I think I just totally was so shut off. Like for sure. I know. I remember you saying like, you know, there's probably a lot of anger there. And I was like, no, you're wrong. There isn't, you know, like I was so shut off. It was truly was an identity. Like I'm not someone who, you know, has those experiences or has those feelings or whatever. And, and so to, it was like such a discovery process of understanding like, oh no, there's a lot of anger. And it's been just stuffed down for yes. 20 years and I didn't know. Yes. So now I have to deal with all this stuff, yeah, like, which we you know at times was hard, but also so worth it, you know, yeah. so worth it to work through it. 
Well, and like, I loved how you said too, like you learn to stuff it down, but then also as a coach, you were such a thought ninja that like, if you had a disturbing thought, you could quickly before your subconscious even like realize, or you, you're conscious, you could switch it to like, oh, that's not such a big deal. Oh, it's okay. You know, it's not that bad. And, and that's how a lot of things were. It's like, well, there's this that happened, but it wasn't such a big deal. And there was even one time, a quick story, I remember where you'd gotten a Peloton. And so you were talking about how your wrists were hurting and you're like, I'm mm-hmm. sure it's just from the position of the bike, but we mm-hmm. looked up Louise Hay in the wrist and it had something to do with, you know, being aggravated. Oh, I can't remember what it was, but it was, we tied it to watching the news and how you'd been, you're like, I have been watching the news lately. It has been, you know, like something I've, been wanting to watch, but I don't like it. But I feel like if I don't watch it, I'm missing out, you know? Mm-hmm. And even during the visit, your your wrist started feeling better. Yeah. And then, you know, the next day we were laughing about it. You're like, okay, it's gone. And I'm riding my yeah. Peloton just fine. And I've been riding the Peloton for, you know, <laughs> a long time since then. And I don't have wrist pain. Yeah. And it would have been so easy to be like, oh, the Peloton doesn't work for me because my wrist started hurting. Yeah. Oh, exactly. You're like, yeah. okay, well now I can't do that activity. Mm-hmm. And you know, totally. it's like such a limiting way to live your life. It is. Yeah. So when we see the bigger picture, we can see like, right. oh, there's so much more going on and maybe it's this. And you mm-hmm. just were one of the people who had one of the most open minds and just this, this curious attitude. It wasn't like you were like, I've got to change it, but you're just like, what if, and that playfulness, like a science experiment, you know, you were even like, I wish my husband could like mix up the pills and give me different dosages. Each <laughs> I know, because I was like weaning myself off. I'm like, I don't want to yeah. know what the dosage is because yeah. I'm messing with myself. Right? And, and I love that. And one time you even got a rash and you're like, I'm not going to put anything on it. And I was like, yeah. wow, like, yeah. and you weren't trying to prove anything. You're just like, I just no. wonder, I think I, I think this will be fine. So let me just see. Yeah. I, know, I, I, I mean, that. I have to say that I think once I started seeing that connection, yeah, I was really, I was really curious. Like, I wonder if this could get better and maybe what happens if I get off my allergy medicine yeah. and I stop taking like eye drops for dry eye oh, that's and right. I don't have that problem at all anymore. And yep. like so many things that were these chronic medical conditions yeah. that I just was like, well, let me just see. And had I still needed that medication, that would have been fine too. Like, okay, yes. I didn't work for that. Yeah. You know, it's not like the goal is you are no. not ever on any medications, but I do have to tell you that, you know, in my mid forties, when they're like, what medications do you take to say none? Yeah. When I started having to say something at like 23 or something, you know, it's so fun. It never gets old. Oh, that <laughs> makes me so, so happy. So amazing. Yeah, and, that's great. You know, finding that freedom with your body is kind of the theme of your book. I know it's mm-hmm. about weight loss titles, how to lose weight for the last time brain-based solutions for permanent weight loss. And although it makes it sound like this is probably like a diet book and how to um, diet for the rest of your life, that's not what it's about at all, right? It's not what it's about at all. Absolutely. I mean, the thing is, is we think like so many of us who struggled with our weight, which I did for over 20 years, think that in order for us to live at a weight, that's a good weight for us that we feel comfortable in, you know, where our bodies are thriving. Like it is going to like the sacrifice for having that is dieting forever, deprivation, restriction, feeling offer awful, not being able to have fun, not being able to participate with what other people are doing. Like this is really very sad story <laughs> that we depict yeah. in, our, in our minds yep. of what this has to be like. And so of course it makes sense that we're like, okay, well I'll do that for this event, or I'll do that because, you know, my biggest clothes don't fit anymore. And I don't want that. I don't want to go buy bigger clothes, but like always is sort of this means to an end. And that's what I did for years. I'm a lifetime member of Weight Watchers. I, I mean, countless times I would go lose weight and then, you know, fully never intending to continue eating the way I had eaten to get to the weight that I was. So, and then thinking somehow that I would somehow approach this differently. And every time it was like the same thing. And then I gained the weight back again the old habits and it was just like it started to get to that point of just like this is insanity like this doesn't make any sense I have to figure something else out so when you know the title of the book how to lose weight for the last time like if you're someone who wants to lose weight and there are people who know that they would feel better if they lost weight I just want to take I just think sometimes people think like oh I shouldn't want to lose weight like you can you get to do whatever you want with your body. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like, exactly. and so if that means losing weight, great. If that means not losing weight, great. 
but you don't have to feel bad or embarrassed or, um, you know, make excuses or justifications why you would prefer to live in a smaller body. So if you would like to lose weight, I absolutely can help you in this book. But as I was sharing with you earlier, one of the other ways to lose weight for the last time is to actually stop trying to lose weight. Yeah. Right. Like if you don't like that, then it's done. You're done trying to lose weight. But if that's the case for you, what I find is so many people who are like, fine, then I'm just not going to lose weight anymore. They are still in a state of, you know, hating their bodies, Mm -hmm. feeling miserable, disconnected from their bodies, like just not feeling good as who they are. And they just think that that's their lot in life. And there's no other way around it. They either are miserable in a diet that way they won't be able to sustain, or Mm -hmm. they have to live this way. And what I want to suggest is that no matter what, regardless, everybody deserves to become reconnected to their bodies, to those innate, um, you know, uh, signals that we all already have in our bodies to actually nourish our bodies with food that feels good mm-hmm. and uh, take care of ourselves in a way where we really are our biggest fan and we are loving on ourselves and supporting ourselves the way we would have, you know, always loved for somebody else to treat us. Yes. And, and so whether, you know, for somebody just doing that alone may result in some weight loss, maybe unintentionally, right. maybe they didn't even plan to, but it just happens. Like when yes. you stop overeating, often you lose weight, you know, whether you mean to or not. And we don't have to say whether that's good or bad, or, you know, we don't have to like applaud someone necessarily for that, but for some people losing some weight would really help them in a lot of ways. So, um, so I just kind of look at it, like no matter where you're coming to, uh, you know, coming to the book from there is a lot in there that's going to help you in terms of creating, like one of the biggest things that always really didn't work for me in traditional weight loss programs or, you know, kind of the diet industry is that they think that they're the expert in your body and they know better than you, how you should be eating and you know what you should eat and not eat. And like what times you should be eating, be eating and how much and all of those things. And, you know, because you can't be trusted because you're the one who got yourself in this, you know, debacle yeah. in the first place. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and so we know better than you We're the experts and you just have to do what we say. And yeah. if you can't do what we say, if you know, you aren't able to do it, it's your fault. Something's wrong with you. Yeah. Rather than than something being wrong with the plan, because of course not everybody responds well to every single thing. Like everybody is different. And so that I think just fuels that shame and that self, you know, hatred and beating ourselves up and thinking something's wrong with us, Mm -hmm. which makes us eat more. Yes. (laughs) And it just creates this, this, you know, horrible cycle for us. So one of the biggest things I have you do is take back ownership and being the expert in your own body. Like literally nobody can know other than you, whether you're hungry or not, like nobody can know better than you, what foods feel good in your body and Ah. which ones don't. And like, should you eat now or later? Or are you satisfied? Have you had enough or not? Like nobody knows, but you, nobody will know better than you. And so when you take back ownership and really become connected to your body in that way, it's not dieting anymore. It's not restrictive. It's not a deprivation type of a thing. It's, Mm -hmm. it's truly self-care. It's truly taking excellent care of yourself. And then you reap all the benefits of, you know, feeling energetic and not feeling super sluggish. And I actually Mm -hmm. just recently was at something kind of a long story that I won't get into, but I was at this place where there are all these people there for this like intense cleanse and getting to know them. They're all like drinking, you know, multiple pots of coffee a day, full pots of coffee. Multiple pots of coffee. (laughs) Over or, you know, abusing um, stimulants like for ADHD, you know, to stay awake and do their work and like taking terrible care of themselves. Yeah. And then swinging to the opposite extreme of doing this like really intense cleanse. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe that would last for a little while and then they're back to their terrible habits again. So they, they were just like, you know, the pendulum swinging back and forth between these. I don't know. I just got to an age where I was like, I just can't with this anymore. I just want to live like a normal human being around and just to feel good. And that is what I teach you to do in this book. So whether you want to lose weight, whether that's not a priority for you, but you would really just rather, you know, try to become more connected to your body. Mm -hmm. I'll teach you how to do that in this book. Mm -hmm. You figured it all out and, you know, combine it together and you have years of experience coaching people, seeing what works 
We even have study data. We've actually studied two of our cohorts and we, so we know that this actually works. It actually works twice as well as your typical lifestyle changes like diet and exercise. And it works almost as well as diet and exercise, you know, lifestyle changes plus um, the most popular injectable weight loss medication on the market that is very expensive. You have to take for the rest of your life. And the main side effect of it is nausea. Oh my God. I'm like, no wonder people lose weight. Yeah. Um, that sounds pretty Our miserable. program is almost as effective as that yeah. without any medications. Yeah. And there's I mean, so many, I, yeah, that is incredible. And then just thinking of all of the benefits of, you know, making peace with your body and how that spills over, just like the work that we do with chronic pain spills over into your relationships and your business Absolutely. and your, your money, your and your, yeah. you know what I mean? Like creativity, like when you feel more confident and able in one area, it affects all those other areas of your life. And especially if food has been an issue for you, that takes up a lot of your brain space. Um, you know, it it definitely is something that your body will keep reminding you of if you keep Mm -hmm. engaging those neural pathways, but what do you do? as an alternative, you know, a lot of people don't know where to go. Don't know. Exactly. And that's, it's really like so much of the food and like the thinking about dieting and then eating and then feeling bad about the fact that you ate. And then like, all that is such a distraction for us. Like it still feels uncomfortable, but it's easier to think and more familiar to think about that than it is to actually figure out, you know what, I'm not fulfilled in this career or, you know, this relationship I'm in really has, you know, I need to put a lot of work into this, Mm -hmm. like really seeing what's going on. And so, I mean, to be honest, I often say, I'm like, this is, this work isn't for everybody because it really requires someone to be committed to going through the process. And when it gets hard, moving towards the hard and figuring it out, like if you're completely averse to anything being challenging, like it's probably not going to go well for you. They'll get the you know injecting. I mean? Yeah, exactly. Get the injectable. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And that's what yeah. people want, you know, some people want. So, but I think there's other people like for me, I would never have done the injection because I just deep down knew like, that's not going to solve the problem. Like right. that's not what I need. Yeah. You know, I never considered gastric bypass or like any of the surgeries. Cause I just deep down knew I'm like, that's not going to, that's not what it is. You know, there's yeah. something else. And that's, you know, whether we call it intuition or that gut feeling or whatever it is, it's just kind of like, I just sort of was like, "Mm, I don't think it's that. Like, I don't, I think there's, I don't even know what it is, but I don't think it's that. Exactly. And that led me on the path of just like, well, let me try this random life coaching thing that I've never even heard of. And I don't know what is (laughs) And like, let's see what happens. And like, turn out, you know, just completely changed my life. And then I really was like, I mean, maybe some other doctors would like to know this too. Cause I had just such terrible thoughts too, about like, I can't have success because I'm a doctor who has, Mm -hmm. you know, these schedule constraints and, you know, a lot of unpredictability with the schedule. Like I had all these thoughts about it. And then I realized like, Oh, all these other doctors do too. And so I figured this out. Like, I wonder if it would work for them. And then it did work for them. And then it worked for all kinds of doctors of all kinds of different specialties. And then before I knew it, I had people, because I have this podcast, weight loss for busy physicians. And then there's all these listeners who are not doctors. And they're like, no, my doctor told me to listen to this and yeah. I'm a lawyer, I'm a teacher. And yeah. this actually applies to me too. And I was like, fascinating. Yes. This really does apply to everybody. So if you identify as having a busy lifestyle or unpredictable lifestyle, yes. these are the things like, I actually take you through the process of how to approach all those things. And, you know, I think that like, sometimes we kind of, you know, rebel, or we don't like the idea of having any kind of, you know, structure in place. Mm-hmm. when we're, when we're losing weight, cause we just think it's going to be so restrictive. But what I always say is like, like if it feels too restrictive, then you change your plan. So it's more inclusive of the things that you wanted to be in there versus yeah. saying, no, you just have to deal and you just yes. have to suffer and you just have to get through it. It's like, if it's not something you can sustain, then it's not a good yes. plan for you. Like you're creating yeah. your plan, then create one that you are more than happy to follow. I think that having some structure there and just, you know, I've done this now for six years and worked with over 1300 doctors. Like when you, when you 
you know, I've thought about like, is there a way to skip the structure part and kind of move Mm -hmm. on? And I really don't think there is like, there's this process you need to go through where you create a little bit of structure for yourself. You Mm -hmm. learn how to create that trust within yourself. Like I will take good care of myself. I will do what I say I'm going to do and Mm -hmm. follow through on it, but not in a, like a, um, punishing kind of a way, but in a supportive, loving way for myself, you build up that relationship. And, and of course you have your ups and downs and you go on vacation and you go to events and, you know, different things and you realize what works and what doesn't work. But Mm -hmm. as you build those skills and you become more connected to your body signals, you can maybe start letting some of that structure drop away. So like, I personally don't do a lot of the structure filled things that I recommend in the book anymore because I don't need them anymore. But I did them for a long time at first because I needed them. And if I ever struggle again, I know exactly where to go back to exactly what works. So it's, it's kind of like training wheels, you know, on the bike, like the, the intention is that you ride the bike on only the two wheels that you don't need the training wheels, but it's okay. If you need some training wheels for a while, there's yes, like no exactly. shame in that. You know, it's okay. Yeah. It's like more enjoyable to ride the bike with training wheels than to not have them on and just fall, right. every fall all the time. Yeah. It starts to, to build your confidence, ride it all. the skills. And yeah. then you go, okay, I think I'm, yeah. I'm ready, you know, and then, and with my kids, we take one training wheel off and then we're just, yeah. on one for a while, you know? <laughs> exactly. It's just, it's just yeah. you know, like why make it, it like, like to take that metaphor further, like why fall and bloody yourself constantly when there's a way of still getting to the same place. Yes. That's a bit more comfortable and, you know, yes. to, to sustain. Right. You kind of build your capacity, you build your strength, you do yes. it, you know, just like you would exercise a muscle or learn a new, mm-hmm. you know, right. Uh, you don't just go and run a marathon yeah, exactly. run when you haven't run in 20 years. Like yeah. There's a process. Yeah. Exactly. And it would be, you know, I often find, you know, people when they're just faced with a lot of options that can overwhelm their nervous system and that can be mm-hmm. more confusing in that level of stress, even though they have the best intentions, you know, you're not going to lose weight from a really stressed out place. Your nervous system just is in a different state of processing food and how it digests. And you know what I mean? So I really think, yeah, if, if, you know, having a book that tells you just how to do it and that structure to start, you know, it's like, that could be the most calming thing for your nervous system. And then, like you said, as you evolve, you're like, Hmm, maybe, maybe this structure that I loved actually feels a little constrictive now. So I'm going to, you know, loosen the edges here and see where Mm -hmm. I can, unravel something here. And it's this beautiful journey of getting more and more intuitive with yourself and, and trusting yourself Mm -hmm. and your body. Totally. And I think that everybody, you know, it's like, we all are kind of like, I just wish someone would just tell me what to do. And I'm like, yeah. I know we think that, but we don't really, yeah, because when right. people do try to tell us what to do, yeah. we're like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Every <know>? time, right? <laughs> so we <laughs> have like, to, yeah. we have to be, have to be willing to like move uh, forward in figuring out what that is for ourselves, what ourselves, what works for us. If we have that more loving relationship with our bodies, where we really are cooperative, you know, like sometimes I've thought of it, like I'm a, I'm like, like, you know, my body's like a conjoined twin with me or something, you know, uh-huh. or it's just like, we can't escape each other, but we're working together, yeah. you know, to try to make right. this, make this life a good life. Like, yeah. you know, you, you, what you do influences, you know, the other. And, yes. um, and I, so I just don't think that like treating that part of you badly and, um, beating up on it mentally, or even possibly physically, some people even eat to try to hurt themselves mm-hmm, because they mm-hmm. feel like they deserve it. Like, yeah, that's an abusive true. relationship. Like yeah. that is something that requires some work. And so we don't want to take away or minimize like the, the mind component, like the actual working on your thoughts component to this. One thing I, I, if I can take a moment, one thing that I yeah. found is it really clears things up for a lot of people is that when you think about the mainstream diet industry, you just think about actions, right? Like they tell you what to do and what not to do. And if you do all those things, you'll get these results is what they promise. And if you do those things, a lot of the time you actually will get the results that they promise. Like it will probably work. Right. Yeah. But we don't want to do that forever. Right. And so what, what they are not taught, like what they're not teaching about is the fact that we actually have 
feelings that yeah. are driving us to take those actions and thoughts that are creating those feelings. So yes. if you keep going back to the old actions that give you the results you don't want, you mm -hmm. have thoughts and feelings that you're thinking and feeling on a regular basis that are driving that in order to move away from that perpetual cycle of going back and eating things that don't serve you. You have to look at what you're thinking and feeling. You have to learn how to be with yourself when you're experiencing emotions. Like these are things you are not learning you know, at like Jenny Craig or whatever, you know what I mean? No, like people not are not teaching you this. And then if, and then whatever way you want to eat that does serve your body and, you know, support yourself, exercise, all those things that gives you the results that you want. You mm -hmm. need to be thinking thoughts and experiencing feelings that continue driving you in the direction of taking those actions. So you yeah. can get the results and those results can be permanent. So the way that you That's get permanent it. weight loss is by having all of those pieces, the thoughts, the feelings, and mm -hmm. the actions that create those results on a consistent basis. Mm -hmm. That'd be like, I mean, when we're like, I don't know why I can't follow that diet plan. Well, because you're thinking the old thoughts that create overeating and, and create yes. pain while trying to take different actions. Yeah. That aren't yeah. being supported by the thoughts and feelings that you're experiencing. So anyway, that's, totally. that was like a huge, like, you know, like yes. mind blowing <laughs> realization for me. It's yeah. like, that's why I haven't been able to do it. Not because something's wrong with me, but because there was a yeah. huge piece of this that wasn't taught is completely missing. And it yeah. doesn't mean something's wrong with me. It yeah. means that I was taught an incomplete part. It's like, it's like yeah. if you go to medical school and they only teach you like ophthalmology, exactly. like, okay, well, yeah. there's other parts of the body besides yeah. the eye. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and even, you know, with this work with chronic pain, you know, the actions that people take, that's the, you know, that's part of the equation, but the more powerful part isn't, did you journal for 30 minutes? Did you meditate for 10 minutes? It's not the action. It's the feeling behind it, the thought behind it. So I've worked with people that they're like, I already do all the stuff. I exercise, I meditate, I, you know, I do yoga and, but they're stressed to the gills and they have so much pressure on themselves about the actions. And those actions are coming from this fear and, right. you know, they're just, you know, surrounded by fear in everything they do. And then they're like, I still have this pain. So right. yeah, right. it's not like, why, It's kind of like I did, I checked off the boxes. I yes. did the actions. I should be getting the results. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that happens too, where people are like, I'm doing all these things you say, but I'm still overeating at night. I'm like, well, there does come a point where like, you have to be willing to not eat the food and figure out what's going on for you when you don't eat it. You know, like that's sort of that level of personal responsibility where you have to go, okay, I've done all the things and there's still something missing. What the weight of find out, especially with overeating is to not overeat or to at least promise yourself, you'll create a gap in there, some space. Yeah. Like, let me not eat that food for five minutes or 10 yeah. minutes while I try to figure out what's going on for me. And mm -hmm. at the end of that time, if I still feel like I need to eat that food, I can eat that food. But in the meantime, let me figure out what this is all about. Because mm -hmm. otherwise it's like very easy to keep it very external yes. and get mad at the coach. You know, what you told me to do isn't working. You know? uh, <laughs> Things yeah. like that. Or so, I just can't do it. And you blame yeah, yourself. Yeah. I guess it's not possible for me yeah. without recognizing, yeah. no, this is an internal process. This yeah. is internal work. It's not just checking the boxes. Yeah. And my goal is not to create a whole bunch of skinny people. My goal <laughs> is to help people to truly find peace and freedom around food so mm -hmm. that they, you know, just, it's just it's there. I always think of it as like your most favorite food or your biggest trigger food. Like you want to get to a place where, you know, it's sitting right next to you and you can take it or leave it. Yeah. You know, you know, it would taste good. You're not like, yeah, that's disgusting. You know, yeah. like, you're like, you're like, yeah, that would be good. And if I ate it, it would taste good. And also I'm completely fine. Not eating it. Amazing. So, like that's that, what I consider peace and freedom around food. Just like, yeah. just, it's just an edible substance that's sitting there and I can mm -hmm. enjoy it or I cannot. The other thing I actually just wanted to mention, because I do think that in you know the coming decades, we'll start seeing more of this, but I really do think that the way your body, like what your body does with what you eat, um, I think it varies depending on the emotion that you're experiencing while you're eating it. Oh, absolutely. Like, so often yeah. we're eating, you know, these like, you know, very like, you know, whatever, like, you know, very sugary foods or like, yeah. very, you know, like, just, yeah, comfort foods. Um, and, 
in an effort to try to get away from our negative emotions. So we're coming from a yeah. very negative places. We're eating it. Yeah. Think about that compared to like out of joy or like true, the true pleasure yes. of being a human and tasting exactly. that and having that like amazing experience in your mouth. Yeah. I think it's like night and day, Yeah, you know, like it's, it's, it's totally. totally different. So I think the way our bodies I think when we're in that really positive emotional state, I think what happens in our bodies with that food that we could argue is maybe not as nutritious as other things. Yeah. I, I think it doesn't impact us as much or as. Oh, I totally believe that. And there is some research too about that. Um, as far as our beliefs about what we're eating affecting, it's a little different, but our beliefs about what we're eating, affecting how we digest the food even. So the right. same so when shake. you're like, oh, I always have trouble digesting X, Y, Z. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was oh, like the same shake yeah. and one was like nutritional. And then the other oh. was labeled like rich, creamy, decadent. Mm-hmm. And people actually produce different hormones thinking that they were drinking this decadent shake versus a nutritional shake. And it was the same shake. Yeah. It was the same. Exact <laughs> and then the other thing too, is that, you know, we know when your nervous system is in freeze, when you're shutting down your nervous system, Um, So you are in those emotions of shame, overwhelm, um, hopeless, helplessness, depression, um, that your body retains the fat stores. So what you were saying is exactly, I believe that because if you're in the emotion of shame and overwhelm, likely you're in freeze and your body is literally just like, okay, for survival, I might need these fat stores for, you know, staying in the cave as long as I need to hide in here. So even if out there in the big scary world, yeah, yeah, even if you have a relatively healthy diet, but you're, you know, in freeze, you're not processing it optimally and losing the weight like you should either. Right. And just to, you know, piggyback on that, like, we definitely don't want it to sound like if you're experiencing any of those emotions that like you're screwed now, or like, it's not going to work or like anything like that. But what we have to do is we have to learn how to be with ourselves, process those emotions, understand that they're a normal part of being human. And the more like, it's this total, um, you know, it, it, it seems like it doesn't make sense at first, but then once you experience it, you're like, oh my gosh, it's true. Like the more willing you are to feel those emotions, the, the less you feel like the yes. shorter you experiencing experience. Sounds them. like, sounds the like more you, re- yeah. The more you resist them, the yeah. longer they last. And yeah. so it's like, you have to move toward it and be willing yes. to, you know, make peace with it, with those emotions and be with them as long as you need to. And then you realize like that was way shorter than I thought it was going to be, you know, and so I mean, you're right. It's totally the same thing. I actually had something just last night. All of a sudden I had a weird pain in the side of my thigh and yeah. I was like, Oh, that's weird. And then I was just like, you know, just kind of put my attention there and paid attention to it. And I was like, Hmm, you know, kind of describing it to myself sort of feels like, like a, a linear kind of like jaggedy thing kind of going, you know, from the top down and yeah. just noticing it. And then it was gone just like that. Yes. Like, I, was, you know, I was just like, yeah, that's what happens with chronic pain. You know, it's just that like, is. this is what our bodies do. And then yes. just move on rather than like, shoot, why is that hurting now? Or like, Oh, yeah my yeah. IT band or something. Yeah. And like you said, like food can be a distraction and like pain can be that distraction of like, okay, there's a lot of stress. I'm worried about bills, but you know, if I worry about my IT band, that seems more concrete familiar, more yeah, tangible, yes. more something I could do something about. Right. Um, so like, yeah, let me go get absolutely. the foam roller. <laughs> yeah, know? exactly. Okay. Now I've got a, Ooh, I might not be able to work tomorrow. And then yeah. what does that do for your thoughts about the bills? But you know what I mean? It's yes. like, yes. Such yeah. a similar, similar. So they really are like just really side by side. And, and maybe yeah. that's possibly since I'd done so much work on overeating, maybe that's why I was kind of, it was like, somehow I'm like, I think this is somehow similar. Maybe if yeah. I keep sticking with this, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like I mean, it. I would say that like the yeah. resolution of the chronic pain and medical problems compared to resolution of, you know, struggling with my weight, emotional overeating. I mean, just as equally important to me. Amazing. I mean, I, I mean, I, I really honestly can't thank you enough. Like it's truly, truly, truly changed my life. Like I never in a million years thought that I could just have days where I just feel completely comfortable in my body. And I used to listen to podcasts where people would say stuff like that. And yeah. I'd be like, is that even possible for me? Like, yeah. It's like, I can only believe it yeah. because I've experienced it. You yeah. Know? Like that's kind of annoying. That person says that. <laughs> Until you experience it and you're like, yeah. oh my gosh, it really was possible. Yeah. The whole yeah. time. You know. And it is. It's that acceptance. It's decreasing the resistance. It's like you said, kind of realizing like if I make peace with my body, I may or may not lose weight or may or may not have this pain go away. 
And then all of a sudden, when you make peace with that, the pain does go away. The weight does drop. <laughs> but, away, right? but while you have so much resistance and I, oh, I just desperately need to get out of pain. I desperately need to lose weight right now until I can feel better. You know, that is what keeps, That's what keeps it, keeps it hanging on. I mean, I've told so many of my clients when I can tell when they're in a rush, you know, to lose the weight. Yes. I'm like, if this is the last time, then what is the rush? Oh, I love that. Only rushing because we're trying, we think it's going to be so much better there than here. But yeah. if you don't do this internal work, it won't be any better. It'll still be you just with a smaller body. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, doesn't know how to deal with their emotions yes. and, you know, is going to be turning to food or maybe even alcohol to help with that. So, so it's yeah. always like, it's like slowing our role. Like, can I just be with myself in the process and not being so attached to whatever the outcome is just knowing that if I, if I keep moving forward on this, you know, something good's going to happen. Like it's not going to be for yes. nothing. And, yes. and just being open to whatever the result is. And honestly, I'm so grateful for to myself for that because I wasn't so like, well, I'm going to get off this medicine and then I'm never going to have heartburn ever again in my life. You know, I, I was really know. just like, I mean, I really hope I can get off of it. Of course, one doctor had told me because I had tried in the past to get off and hadn't been able to. He was like, yeah, you might just need it forever. And I was like, well, I just really want to give it another try. I really want to try it in a different way. Of course, then I had your support. I had already planned before I even met you. I had planned on doing it. Yeah. But, um, but you know, just really being open-minded to like, but let me just keep trying. Like, let me just stick with this instead of just giving up and saying it's hopeless. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I do believe that the more we, I keep bringing it back to the nervous system because that's literally how I see everything now, but the more we're in that calm state, the more we work on this embodiment, you know, like you talk about, and like I talk about, um, the more we do have those those instincts, those ideas were kind of led to places from a place of calm. So mm -hmm. when you're, um, you know, desperate to get out of, uh, of pain or to lose weight, you might think of things that are very frantic and scarcity minded and urgent. But when you are in that calm state and you have those little impressions of like, oh, I think this podcast or this book, or, you know, this is, this resonates with me. Those are the kinds of things that, you know, that's your, you know, little breadcrumb trail. Yes. You, you should be listening just, and just yeah. give it a try. And you don't have to know, like, I yeah, you don't not agree more where it's like, whatever yeah. you believe in, or even if you believe in nothing, maybe it's your higher self or, you know, yeah. whatever it is that is guiding you or leading you. Like if you're so closed off to any options, then you won't be able to, you know, take advantage of those things. And sometimes for me, it's been like a whole book, but there was like one line in there mm -hmm. that really made a difference. You know, it's not necessarily going to knock your socks off like crazy, but you know, or like that, you know, you listen to several podcasts yeah. and then all of a sudden there's this one you're like, huh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all this that one again? like, Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And that's what gets the wheels turning. And yes. when you are thinking about it as these are all people who I am enlisting to assist me because I'm the expert yes. in me, I don't need them to be the expert. Yes. I just need them to come in with some guidance. Then you can also use your own discretion to be able to go, okay, what well, does this really make sense to me? And like, when I think about that plan or that way of addressing it, how do I feel if yes. I feel like I need to take action from fear, that's not intuition guiding me, you know, so, yes. so like really getting connected, like, how do I feel when I think about this? You know, do I feel like really open and expansive yes. and curious about it? Like, okay, maybe that's something to, you know, to, um, to move forward towards without yes. the expectation of like, for sure, this thing will come of it. I think yes. it just, it comes down to, I always just think of it as like, I'm a lifelong you know, learner, lifelong student. Um, I'm always going to be working on learning more, growing more, understanding uh, myself better and understanding others better. And so if there's no there in quotes, right, that I'm trying to get to, yes, and I'm yes. going to be doing this my whole life, then there is no rush, right? It's like, it's totally. all going to come at the right time. Yes. Well, as far as your book, then can you tell us more about when people can get it, where they can get it? Yeah. Any so it's, it's going to be that. available everywhere you can buy a book. So if you like okay. Barnes and Noble or Amazon, totally available there. If you like, you know, some of the independent bookstores all available everywhere. Um, September 20th is the pub date, the publishing cool. date. Um, it's going to be on, um, on audible too. Of course, we're recording this before then. And, um, and are I'm, you, going are to you narrating? I am. I just saw that last week. Good. I had to audition for it and I started to audition. <laughs> I had to audition and I start recording next week. So, oh, good. Um, so I'm glad yeah, they picked I you. Be, 
Yeah. So, because there are, I mean, it's good to speak to that. There are a lot of people who the way they read their books is by listening, which is yeah. amazing. And so it will be available for that as well. Yeah, I and I also, I feel like for myself with audiobooks, sometimes I bought a book and then I've been like, oh shoot, this was not a good one for audio because there's yeah. a bunch of parts or like things like that. Yeah. This book is, is going to be fine for audio. Oh, good. Yes. And it's called so How to Lose Weight for the Last Time. And there's a bunch of extra resources too. Um, when, mm-hmm. you know, people um, buy the book, there's, uh, we have additional things that people can um, just download for free online and um, to just help support them. Well, well, and I have like an exclusive copy. So is this what it's going to look like? Yeah. Is it'll be? Um, I I'm hoping it'll have a little more space around it. It looks oh, like <laughs> on the top, but yeah, so, yeah. Well, I just like I said, I feel like it's just so fun to um like have an exclusive book before it's published and have a podcast that people are wanting to be on now and and it's just of course always so fun to get together and talk with you and especially since we haven't talked for a while to hear how well things are going and that you know this work you know, it it has just been so life-changing for you and so many other people. And it just gives me anybody is listening going, I don't know if I should sign up with Betsy. You should. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you. I mean, it is, it is life-changing and it's stuff that, um, you know, you can, you can listen to my podcast and there's a lot you can get from it, but to really apply it, um, you know, working with a coach. Yeah, it's truly nothing like it. And I had some periods even toward the end when we were working together where I was like, I think I'm okay. And then I'd be like, oh shoot, I need some help. And we would have one session and it just cleared everything up for me. Like I felt like like physical symptoms were so much better. So it's like, it was kind of like some training wheels too. Like the the meaning process for me took like a little bit before I really could handle it on my own. And if I had a problem, you'd be the first person I'd reach out to. Yes, well, good. You should, you should, yeah. Yeah, and and it's cool because I'm doing like one-on-one coaching and I've started a group membership too. So that, so there's a lower price point for people who are just wanting some help and to get in and some guidance and to get going with it. There's modules and workbooks. Everybody's different, right? Like people, some people are like, if I can't just, you know, one-on-one, then I don't want to do it. And other people are like, I want to be part of a community. I want to be part of a group you know, and other people learning from other people. And I mean, I think they're both such rich experiences. I've had great experiences both ways. I mean, what I do is a group program and it's just changes people's lives like crazy. So like for whatever is the right thing, I think sometimes you're like, Oh, but if it's a group, like, great, then just do one-on-one, you know, or you can do one-on-one and then join the group after as maintenance or to to help you, you know, um, figure things out. But I just think the biggest thing is like, you just have to imagine a future where you truly are either, you know, peacefully coexisting with your chronic pain or yeah. chronic symptoms, um, or actually being rid of them. And, yes. you know, if that were possible for you, if you can imagine that future, you know, if there's something you could do today to make that a reality for you, like, why wouldn't you want to do that? Like you would never, ever regret doing that. And I don't regret at all. Like all those weeks where I was like, I don't know what she's talking about. Articles in the middle of the night. <laughs> You know, so, so I just think that, I think that it, it's easy, like in this, you know, kind of this current climate and stuff to just be like, I'll just do it myself. And, you know, Hey, listen, if you can do that, great. But what I find for myself is people like, yeah, I've lost a bunch of weight, you know, by like what you recommended, but I haven't actually done the real work of Mm -hmm. solving the problem for good. So I'm just kind of like, well, then why don't you just come in and we can just do it at the same time, you know, know, because you insist on doing it yourself for a while. Right. It's true. Yeah. I've worked with some of your clients actually that aren't trying to lose weight, but still love your program. So it's, it's, you know, you got to figure out those things that really support you and, um, you know, are, are like help you to show up your best in the world. And I honestly think they're like literally could not be anything better for you to spend your money on because, uh, I mean, this is your life. Yes. No, you know, I realized this year, like kind of realized again, like in terms of my experience of my life and like work hours and, you know, just 
what I'm doing and things like that. Like there's literally no one coming to rescue me. Like no one's going to come yeah. and yeah. say, hey, Katrina, you look like you're working too hard. You need a break. Like yeah. you should just stop working. Like it's not going to come. Like we have to come and be like rescue ourselves essentially. Yes. Like the fireman's not coming. You have to be your yes. own fireman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and the bonus of it is that there is so much more peace and joy and freedom on the other side. And it's, it's like you said, it's not just about getting the number down on the scale or wearing a smaller size of clothes, not even remotely, Mm -hmm. but it's, you know, when you work through all of these things, when you know, you can feel any emotion and process it, Mm -hmm. then you can really live your life. You can, you can live with freedom and without. Yeah. hundred percent. And not, and not worry. What are they going to have at that party? And I don't know if I can go there because I'm not like, I won't be able to control myself around the food. Like, I mean, just imagine a life where you can just go everywhere and you know, you'll take great care of yourself and it's not going to be a problem. Like, Mm. I mean, the best. I love it. (laughs) Well, I feel like we could just go on and talk forever, but for the sake of time, we probably should wrap it up. So thank you so much for coming. Oh, are there any last things though, that we haven't touched on that you want to make sure we hear? I mean, there's a a lot of other things in the book that are, that are um, really helpful in helping you to kind of figure out like, what is the real issue behind the eating, right? Like the Mm -hmm. eating is just the bandaid and, you know, or drinking for some people is drinking alcohol or whatever, but like, that's just the bandaid. Like, you know, so we're kind of like, oh, let's stop doing the bandaid activities. Let's like rip the bandaid off. But then like what's below it is so intolerable and we don't know what to do with it that we just want to another band-aid put back on. And yeah. so what we have to do is understand what to do to actually figure out like, but what is the wound underneath? And like, yes. what needs to be done to, to deal with that? And it's going to be different for different people. You know, yes. some people have really gone through some really traumatic things in their lives. And sometimes it's some healing around that. And sometimes it's other things, but, um, yeah. but just the more that you, you, uh, are willing to look at it, the better you're able to process that. And, you know, for anybody who struggles with, you know, both chronic pain and with overeating or over drinking, like it's the same work. Yeah. Same exact work. <laughs> it's like, you exactly can, it's two birds, one stone. I mean, like yeah, it really, exactly. it really is the same thing. You're going to yes. see improvements in your life in all the ways by, by doing this. I can't tell you how many people will finish working with me and they're like, well, I've lost all this weight and that's great. And I love that, but that isn't by no means the best part. The right. best part is, you know, my relationship with my children is the way I want it to be. My yes. marriage is better. I actually love being a doctor again. I mean, yes. imagine how great, like all these doctors who are burned out and don't want to be there. I don't want them taking care of me or my family. Right. We want yeah. who love being there, who are happy to be there, yes. who feel connected and fulfilled by taking care of patients. Like yes. that's the best part for them because that's what their experience of their life is. It's yeah. like what size you're in, you know, I mean, it's not really that important when it all yeah boils down to yeah yeah yeah. right right so so true well this has been amazing you are incredible it's so fun catching up with you I'm so excited for you and your book everyone who is just in this moment thinking like this might be for me it probably is so go check it out (laughs) and you know just see where that curiosity leads because um you know if someone has done all of this work and has a, a nice packaged solution for you to, um, to, to be able to go through in a structured way. Oh, that is so calming to your nervous system to, to find that thing that, you know, really just resonates with you. Yes. It's just like, you know, when someone kind of lays out the path for you, it's yes. like, it's, yeah. it's great to be open to wandering down that path and see where it leads to. Yes. So and beautiful. Thank you so much for having me on. I always have fun talking with you and this time was no different. So thanks so much. My pleasure. All right. Well, until we meet again, <laughs> thanks Katrina. Thanks Betsy. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned a little bit about your brain today that helps you in your life. Like it helped me. Please be sure and subscribe and leave a review. And of course, be sure and share this podcast with someone you know that wants an unstoppable body and mind.